I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast from PRX. Today we take a look at Big Ears Festival 2022. This is one of the coolest festivals in the country, showcasing artists from the bleeding edge of music in several genres, from the avant-garde of classical music to jazz and rock. In the Big Ears world, that can also include traditional musicians reinvigorating a music heritage. I last surveyed the festival in 2020, but that event never happened due to COVID, and the 2021 festival was canceled as well. But 2022 looks like the year Big Ears returns. You may think you know what Big Ears Festival is, but there are always things in the lineup of some 150 artists that makes you say, what? I want you to say what. That to me is, uh, we succeeded on some level or another, because... Escaping from being pigeonholed, especially being pigeonholed as like an avant-garde music festival. It is still pretty out there. That was Ashley Caps, and I'll be talking to him today in the Echoes Podcast. If you like the music I talk about in the Echoes Podcast, then check out Echoes Online, where you can actually hear these sounds. Echoes Online streams all 10 hours of our weekly Echoes programming on demand. Plus, those same 10 hours are released as music-only streams. No talking, no me, just music. Head to echoes.org to find out more about Echoes Online. Subscribe now and hear Echoes whenever you want, wherever you are, pretty much. And now, let's take the earmuffs off for Ashley Caps and the Big Ears Festival. Every year, I look forward to the Big Ears Festival. It's a massive event in Knoxville, Tennessee that covers all kinds of music, a lot of it on the bleeding edge. The festival began in 2009, and every year since 2015, I've featured a preview of the show, interviewing founder Ashley Capps. I produced a preview in 2020, but ultimately, COVID canceled that festival, as well as the 2021 event. But Ashley Capps is pushing on with the festival this year, featuring many of the artists originally scheduled for the 2020 event. This is what I said in my 2020 preview of the subsequently canceled Big Ears Festival that year. At the Big Ears Festival, ears are shattered and reformed, and connections work on a global scale. It's a festival that has punk rock pioneer Patti Smith and minimalist pioneer Terry Riley. You can find a Hendrix-inspired artist from Niger and an ambient improvising trio from Australia. Well, this year, about half of those artists will be there for the festival. That Australian jazz trio, The Next, won't be attending, but Nigerian guitarist Mdu Mokta will.
Patti Smith will still be there, but Terry Riley won't. However, his son, Gian Riley, will perform. You know, it's funny, I haven't actually checked it out, but I think it's about 50-50. Ashley Caps. It's been an interesting evolution, let's put it that way. You know, we had to cancel the 2020 festival, which was sold out literally two weeks and one day before it was set to begin. So we were one of the earliest cancellations due to the pandemic. And certainly our initial goal was to reschedule all of the artists who had been committed to play the festival to play the next one. But we also somewhat naively thought that that was going to be at the most a year from now. Well, Coven made sure that didn't happen. Caps is now hoping that 2022 will be the return of the Big Ears Festival. He certainly made a commitment to it. He's the founder of the Bonnaroo Festival and has promoted concerts around the country for years as AC Entertainment. Well, a couple of years ago, he packed it all in. I'm no longer with AC Entertainment or Live Nation or Bonnaroo or any of that. For once in my life, I have one job, which is I am uh, the executive director of Big Ears. couldn't have picked a better time. It all happened shortly before the COVID pandemic shut down all concerts. There is definitely a guardian angel aspect to this. I feel I must have one because the timing was uh, extraordinary. Who could possibly have imagined what went down? He said goodbye to Bonnaroo, but committed to Big Ears, which he took nonprofit as a 501c3 organization. Big Ears has always had a wide swath of music from avant-garde artists like Anthony Braxton, Meredith Monk, and Kronos Quartet, to pop acts like Wilco, Angel Olsen, and Lowe. But whether exploring the abstractions of Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth, or the acoustic guitar rambles of William Tyler, Big Ears offers surprises for even the most jaded ears. Some 150 artists will perform in 13 different venues across four days. There are artists who are well-known, like Patti Smith, the pop groups Sparks and Lowe, and Kronos Quartet, who've played so many Big Ears festivals that they seem like a house band. They have appeared at the festival before, and in 2015, I think you could uh, say that they were the house band in the sense that they definitely were working their asses off. Uh, this year, it's going to be a little scaled back from that. Uh, they're going to do 1,000 Thoughts, which is their collaboration with Sam Green, the filmmaker. It's a really great, evocative film about music and music making. Kronos was supposed to perform with Terry Riley again in 2020, but though Riley isn't making big ears this year, Kronos will revisit their first collaboration with the minimalist pioneer, Cadenza on the Night Plane.
As is typical in big ears, some artists play a lot in multiple configurations, many of them one time only big ears events. John Zorn is one of those artists this year. The avant-garde saxophonist and composer will be turning up everywhere you look at big ears. He is. Zorn has eight shows booked. It's going to be a, a really nice survey of his recent work. The guy's got uh, such an extraordinary, rich and diverse portfolio of music. And so, you know, the amazing new Masada Quartet with Julian Lodge will be playing. And then this record that I'm afraid not nearly enough people know about, but this beautiful record that was made with Petra Hayden singing songs, John's music, Jesse Harris, uh, Nora Jones collaborator, wrote the lyrics and Jesse's in the band. And then uh, Petra and Jesse are basically backed by Masada without Zorn. So it's Julian Lodge in a really unique context, you know, that killer rhythm section. I just love this record. Uh, you know, during the pandemic, I was just listening to it over and over. Big Ears began life as more of an avant-garde festival. Early editions included exploratory artists like Nicholas Collins, Philip Glass, John Hassel, Negative Land, Pauline Oliveros, Steve Reich, and Laurie Anderson. There was also a lot of electronic music with Dan Deacon, Fenez, Matos, Kiasmos, Silver Apples, Faust, and Sun O. But over the last few festivals, jazz has obtained a bigger presence. Well, I think one of the ironies of the early days of Big Ears is I've always had a, a very deep appreciation for jazz for many, many years. And the fact that it wasn't more present in the early days was uh, almost an anomaly. And again, wasn't necessarily um, on purpose either. It was just how the booking unfolded in those years. And this year, Jazz is certainly a major facet of the festival experience. You could definitely come to Big Ears and have a weekend that was a strictly a jazz festival weekend. I like to think it would be an amazing jazz festival weekend. But you could also come to Big Ears and not see a single jazz performance and also have an amazing festival experience. Among the many jazz artists this year are Bill Frizzell, Jason Moran, Mark Ribot, Andrew Cyril, Ron Miles, and Shabaka Hutchings and Sons of Kemet. They blew up the festival of their appearance in 2018. But even with all the jazz, I was surprised to see this name on a festival of cutting-edge music, the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. I want you to say what? That to me is, uh, we succeeded on some level or another because escaping from being pigeonholed, especially being pigeonholed 
as like an avant-garde music festival. It turns out that the Preservation Hall Jazz Band is curating an event called Coup de Carnaval, exploring music of the Black Caribbean from ancient to the future. It's just such a rich avenue of exploration, both historically and musically, because that whole diaspora that came to the Caribbean, came to New Orleans, went up the river to Memphis, then to Nashville, to Chicago, and so on. That's the birth of 20th century popular music. It's all kind of contained right there. And it, it's such a, you know, in many ways dark, but also, you know, rich and incredible cultural history. It was irresistible to start exploring it. wake of the Astroworld Festival tragedy this past November, many festival promoters are looking at the safety of their operation. But in the case of Big Ears, it has always been the most civil festival you can imagine. You know, Bonnaroo was pretty civil as well. To some extent, it does have to do with the music that you program and the nature of the programming and so on. So I'm Big Ears. As much as I, uh, I want to see Big Ears fail to be pigeonholed and... Uh, and continue to expand beyond uh, the, the accepted definition of what it's about, uh, I don't see a mosh pit in the Big Ears future. What is it, children, that falls from the sky? Despite the rise of the pandemic this winter, Ashley Caps is convinced Big Ears will take place in 2022. I'm inherently optimistic or I wouldn't be a promoter. While we have a vaccination policy in place, among other things, for people attending the festival, and I do believe that there will probably be something of a surge, but I am optimistic that it will not be a major surge and that the vaccinated population will help uh, keep everything under control and minimized. One can hope, since we spoke, the state of Tennessee has forced Big Ears to modify its vaccinated-only policy to allow for a recent certified negative COVID test. The Big Ears Festival will take place March 24th through the 27th. I have a link for the Big Ears Festival and the posting for this podcast that's at echoes.org, but it's a link you can probably remember, bigearsfestival.org. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. I'll see you when we return or tonight on the radio somewhere in the country or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want. <laughs>